Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is March 30th, 2020, Monday morning. Well, I should say around noon or so. Uh, time flies when you're quarantined, I guess, especially the mornings. There's not much going on. Anyway, uh, a few items to discuss. Thanks for all those who've tuned in recently. Uh, friends and family have given it a listen. We hope that more and more of you tune in. My goal for this now is to try to get it out daily. There should be a new podcast out every day by noon or so, give or take, sometimes earlier, sometimes later. And there will be some days where we don't get to it, but with this quarantine going on, there's no reason not to put a little bit more out there and to get some practice. And speaking of practice, there's a few things I have improved upon. One is I have myself an actual microphone now. So I'm sitting here in our uh, extra room, I guess, storage room, set up a little microphone and it's hopefully working and you can hear all clearly. Um, one more thing about what we're going to be doing is we've already kind of detailed the show in the background and the uh, main themes and such. We were going to talk about like Uber stories. We were going to talk about uh, baseball and a lot of different sports, but there's going to be a lot of other current events and such. One thing we're always going to try to do is do the do it from a standpoint with news or stories of a past, present, and future uh, outlook. So I may start the show with a story or experience from the past and they transition into what's going on currently and then end with something that I look forward to. So that's kind of an idea we have. We're brainstorming. Things may change here and there. So bear with us if you are listening. And again, we appreciate your listenership. We do have a first here on the pod. We have, for the first time ever, out of the handful of shows we've had, we have a guest. A guest is a dear friend of mine, uh, actually a relative. He is my brother Sam, my only sibling, my younger brother of three years. And uh, Sam, welcome. Welcome on into the podcast. Thanks for having me in your lovely studio. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, we have some improvements to make, but just remember that uh, you were here when it all got started many years, many years down the road. How's it going? It's going pretty excellent. It's a Monday at 12 o'clock, and I'm still in workout clothes, so life can't be too bad. I think a lot of people are in that situation. Uh, if you had to, if you had to break it down, but are you uh, currently with the current situation? Are you currently working, or are you working less? Are you working at home? What is your current situation? Well, right now we actually just went live with a uh, altered schedule. I went from essential to partially essential employee. Uh, working that sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, I'm now working two days a week, but I have been blessed with uh, the company I work for. I, the days I don't come in, I still get paid, so it's pretty nice as of right now. Wow. Wow. I think uh, anybody would take that, that deal with any job they have. I think a lot of people are hurting right now out of work, not getting paid. Uh, so yeah, you consider yourself 
definitely blessed. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Um, like I said, my brother's three years younger than me. We we've always been pretty close. I think we've we've become more close the older we get. I think my oldest memories uh, of Sam uh, us playing a lot of sports uh, out on the play out on the uh, front yard, picking on him and such, uh, pushing him around, and then he started to get bigger and couldn't do that anymore. So uh, we've always been competitive. We don't really play much sports together anymore because I think they're, they're, that could cause problems uh, as far as our our uh, friendship and, and such. But uh, Sam, what are your oldest uh, memories, I guess, of us as kids and, and also going into teenage years and now as adults? Well, a lot of fond memories. Um, you think you picked on me, but I actually just let you. <laughs> yeah, I think when you bring up uh, playing in the yard, the first memory I have is being out in the yard. I believe the gentleman's name was Chris Adams was your friend was over. And uh, <laughs> Chris. I, kept, I kept playing with you guys, and one of you fell on me at one point. And quite frankly, I just got pissed and ran back into the house because it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of that story pretty much sums up how childhood went. It was always it was always sports, it was always having fun, but it was always always competitive and I always won. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I mean, we we've, we've uh, mom always told us to to uh, have fun and uh the only difference between fun and winning is is uh, two letters, uh, F and U, which uh, is ironic, but we won't go into that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, winning winning uh, has always been important to us, and I think it's you 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 do continue to play some sports now in uh, adult softball and and basketball uh, in some of your adult leagues and such, right? Yeah, both those leagues. Uh, up until about I want to say three weeks ago, I was in both those leagues and this quote-unquote pandemic uh, <laughs> had those leagues canceled so now I am just running and playing basketball by myself <laughs> wow it's tough a uh, little one-on-one -on -one. you play offense and defense at the same time yeah pretty much yeah yeah I hear you um I remember playing a little adult basketball after uh, after high school and rec leagues and such and yeah I, it was probably best that I stopped because I was probably going to get in a fight one way or another um, oh, that's the fun part. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. We are the Hersum of blood. We've always kind of been that way uh, in any any sport we play, thanks to our father, more than likely. Speaking of our father, what are your what are some of your memories of uh, of mom and dad? Either memories in the past or just growing up. What kind of the the men they've kind of molded us to be? Well, you know, it's. Uh, I, I just had this discussion with dad actually. Um, uh, Mom, rest in peace. She uh, she's kind of fading a little bit, but the one thing that I remember most is she was just always happy. And when when she was alive, it was annoying. But then I, I, I now I remember <laughs> miss now I know missing it. I miss it now. Yeah. Sure. No, I definitely remember it. She was always singing, and it was usually when we were trying to sleep in the mornings. I remember that. Um, she was always, and then even doing daily chores and such, she tried to sing through them to make it like cheer, more cheery. And uh, I didn't get it, but this is miserable. Yeah, this is miserable. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Exactly. 
And, and then dad, uh, I, I guess the, the best thing I could say, uh, or my thoughts about dad is that, you know, he's always been a guy with, with tough love growing up and in a good way. And a lot of things, a lot of disagreements even now, but I think overall long run, uh, he's, he's definitely made us better men. At least I, I hope so. And, and, and he's made us tough and understand that the world isn't going to give you anything. You got to work for it. And, uh, to, to really just depend on, on those closest to you and, uh, and, and that you gotta you gotta work hard for everything. Oh yeah, I have a uh, I have a rear end that supports that theory. <laughs> that is, that is true. I will say this about my brother in one regard. He he may be smarter in some areas. I learned rather quickly that bad behavior is not good for uh, your skin. Uh, for for it's not good for it's not a doesn't feel good. Bad behavior does not feel good. Well, Sam fought that for a while and. He, uh, many, many a paddle on him. And, and I think, I remember it happening to him as a kid. And I, I just was like, man, dude, just, just do what they say. What are you doing? <laughs> but, uh, we're all stubborn in some areas of our life. And what was it? It was a big Miller Lite wooden paddle. It was like a cutting board that had a handle on it. And it was, you know, like my dad, oh, he just look at me, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> and no, he didn't abuse, you know, it's funny because these days you talk about disciplining kids and anyone who gets hit or spanked, it's, you know, there's, everyone wants to, oh, how could you hit a kid? It's like, I feel like, well, how could you not hit a kid? And I, and I don't mean cross, I just mean spanking, of course, you know, like has happened for hundreds of years, but Sam, had you not been spanked <laughs> and spanked and spanked and spanked, I mean, who knows what you would have ended up like, well, right? I mean, that's that's a that's a license to kill, right there. <laughs> I, I would I would have done so much more than I already did, and believe me, I did a lot. Sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we won't <laughs> talk too much on hitting kids, but that's kind of a. Uh, you know, I think spankings are, are good for discipline uh, when you're young, and I'm sure there's plenty of people that disagree with that, but we'll move on. Sam, what are some of your hobbies? Uh, I know you like to golf. You've been golfing more. What else is kind of going on, uh, especially with more downtime? Well, right now it's just trying to stay active. Um, my job, even though I don't go in three days a week, I'm still working, um, so I still have to be available. I'm actually texting as we speak to employees, figuring out, Figuring out jobs, figuring out jobs that we have, how to get them out the best way possible. But other than that, golfing has been something that I took up probably about three years ago. Um, really gotten into it. It's a very expensive habit, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's can't do it as much as I want to. But yeah, it's, other than that, it's just finding ways to remain active. It's running. It's basketball. It's softball. If it's not that, it's golf. Um, can't go to the gym anymore, so now you have to make up a little home workout to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, golf, I, I've tried a few times myself. I enjoy golfing. I don't think golf golfing likes me. I've, I, I gotta put in more time to, to work on a swing and just little thing, little thing, but I, I just, I don't put the time in, and I think that's, it goes to show clearly, but for you, you're a guy that you like going to to uh, creature a habit and go go get some swings in maybe and try to improve a little on something every day, such as your golf swing, or maybe not every day, but a couple times a week. 
You know, I'll, I'll say, once you feel like you figured everything out, the next day, everything just goes to hell. It's it's one of those <laughs> sports that you think you think you got your swing perfect, and then one little thing changes in your body. Say you say you tweak your knee or something, and that affects your entire swing. It's quite annoying, but it, it's it's a uh, it's a challenge, and it's something you just constantly have to adapt to. Sure, sure. Uh, kind of like life. Yeah. Oh no, no doubt. Um, any any anything else? Go to the beach. You do any uh, bike well, riding or. I'm gonna get back into bike riding now because uh, running on the streets, the knees just can't take it anymore. Yeah, same here, same here. And it's uh, can't I can still do it, just not every day. Understood. Um, I actually I'm working out of Newport Beach right now, so I have an ocean view out of my office every day. Wow. And I still have yet to actually go to the beach. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, look at let's let's talk about that from a from a from a past, present, and future standpoint. Let's talk about your career, your your life after after high school, uh, going what what you kind of started out with job wise in the past, what you've kind of transitioned to now, and then maybe some some goals or some outlooks or uh, down the road what what's uh, what your future has in store. Well, I mean, when any when any eighteen year old starts off working, it's just a reason, one reason, and one reason only: make money. Um, it's a new it's a new thing. And I remember feeling that and just that first paycheck, even though it wasn't much, I liked it. It was like, I'm free to do anything I want with my money. Freedom, sure. And from that moment on, I took an interest in always earning money. Um, never being unemployed. I think I, I've been unemployed a total of two months in my life so far. Knock on wood. Uh, it's, uh, but yeah, it's from there I went. From there, I was I started at UPS to work the night shift. Really? That wasn't fun. They, uh, in all fairness, they kind of they kind of lie to you when they hire you. They <laughs> say part time, three to five hours a day, Monday through Friday. That ain't the case. It's more like ten hours a day. I do remember you coming home at weird hours uh, and not not looking happy. Yeah. Like your typical worker. But yeah, to what you said, I think, you know what, honestly, a lot of people, we live in a very gig-oriented economy now. Um, I joke with friends about, you know, working for a certain company for 30 years anymore, that, that just doesn't seem to be, for, for some people, but that used to be the, the American dream. You got a job, you stayed there for 30 years, regardless of what it was. Maybe you moved around a little bit. Nowadays, it seems like everyone does jobs for a little bit of time, moves on to the next, or maybe they have many jobs. So what, from UPS, where did you kind of go from there to kind of put you in the direction that you, you ended up in? Well, after that, it was, uh, then it was just a little side job for a little while, I believe. Uh, it was uh, Ace Hardware for about six months. Okay. I've always, the you know, one thing I did take away from UPS was I cannot sit in an office all day. I can't sit down. I can't. I hate it. I have to be moving. It feels like a, even if I'm getting work done, if I'm not moving while I'm doing it, I'm not really doing it. So it's so I took a, a, a job to actually open up the Ace Hardware in Glendora. And so that was all just about getting the store ready. That didn't last very long. Um, that was about three months, and then I had to get surgery for my uh, cyst. And that was kind of interesting. I, Basically got let go. I'm not sure how legal that was, but <laughs> wow. Um, and then 
And then I moved on to uh, Beckman Coulter, worked in the mailroom for a while in the corporate, and I started liking it because it was just a set shift, always left, always got there on time, always left on time. But then a company called Rico came in and took over mailroom production, uh, production as in printing, and uh, a fleet of copiers that was going to go into the entire facility. Gotcha. And, uh, because Beckman liked me a lot, they got Rico to hire me on. And luckily, I've been now been with Rico at several different locations for about nine years now. Which, to your point, is actually the only way I see being able to stay with the company for so long. A company like this, I've worked in Brea, I've worked in Victorville, I've worked in Northern California, and now I'm at a permanent site in Newport Beach. So it's kind of, it's taking new jobs, but within the same company. So it's kind of nice. And you talked about that view that you got down there in Orange County on the shore. Oh, it's a beautiful view. I mean, we're only on the fourth floor, so we don't get the best view, but actually Fashion Island is blocking some of the yeah. <laughs> selfish. It's a little wild down there. I've driven down there a few times, picking up uh, passengers, a lot of corporate, a lot of people in town on business, and yeah, it gets pretty crazy, but yeah, it is a nice area. So you go from UPS to hardware store to the mail room, work your way into corporate. You're down in Newport Beach now. How's that drive been? From Glendora, California. <laughs> For the last month, it's been spectacular. Um, <laughs> no one on the road? Yeah, it's uh, that drive. No matter which way you do it, it takes about two hours and 15 minutes each way. Wow. Um, but since this whole situation, it takes 39 minutes each way. Wow. <laughs> what a difference uh, a virus makes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm... Call me heartless, but I hope it lasts just a little bit longer so I can enjoy well, this. <laughs> yeah, you're making money and uh, don't have traffic to deal with. and uh, You're working only two out of five days now. So uh, I think, yeah, you'll remember this time as a special time. We joke, but you know, we know it's serious out there too. And, uh, it's uh, nice to be a little lighthearted about this whole thing because a lot of people are struggling uh, with everything. But, Wow, so what, okay, so from a future standpoint, what, what do you look at down the road? You've been there a couple months now, right? In Newport? Yeah, been there a couple months. Um, you know what, I, it's, I kind of go in phases when it comes to work. Uh, I try to, for at least a year or two, I try to give the job I have all my attention, not really focus on the future. Um, but after that, the sky's the limit. I've I've considered different states, different different jobs, different um, departments. Cool. Uh, whatever, whatever pays the most, and whoever wants me, I'm there. And this company seems to like me for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, 31 years old, gonna be 32 in just over a month, right? In May, is that correct? Oh, make me sound old. 30. Yeah. Well, welcome to the club. Eh? Those numbers start to to go up quicker than a soccer game. Uh, scoreboard clock uh but yeah here here we are um it's a, it's a crazy time and sam and i have been hanging out a lot more over the years and uh it's been a lot of fun it really has i think we have very similar interests in sports uh we we aren't very uh complicated creatures <laughs> we uh that's probably from some of our background but 
also just we're simple. We're simple guys. Let me ask you a few, I guess, rapid-fire questions, Sam. Uh, you don't have to give an explanation, or you can, but what is your favorite city? Favorite city overall? Just to go to. It can be to visit, to vacation, place you've lived, whatever the, whatever the case may be. Just favorite when you... When well, it's always going to be New York City. Yeah. Um, a, lot, a lot of people say it's crowded, it's expensive, but it's really not if you know how to live there. Crowds, the thing I love about New Yorkers, they know how to move. Yeah. They know how to, everyone, there's a ton of people, except right now. If you ever look at the, take a look at the Times Square live cams, there's nobody there. It's pretty <laughs> creepy, actually. Yeah, yeah, because every time we've been there, uh, Sam and I have taken a few trips there, and it's been remarkable uh, to be there and just staying out as adults and our mother was born there in the Queens Flushing area so we went back there with my aunt and uncle her brother and sister and we really had a great time and Sam had been, uh, been back there one other time but New York City is always going to be a special place and I'm looking forward to our next trip there we got to get it going maybe to a Rams game oh possibly uh, what do we got for next season? Right? Well, they, they do. You know, they play both New York teams, but both New York teams are coming here. Um, so, uh, but, but we do have a trip planned. Uh, we, we'll have a. We did a trip to Dallas last year, watch the Rams play, and that was that was a lot of fun. There's no other way to put it. Uh, great experience for the two of us, even though the Rams got killed. But we kind of figured that. <laughs> yeah, I almost I almost didn't even care about the score because the. The Dallas environment was really great. Even the fans, believe it or not. And Cowboy fans in California are annoying as hell, but yeah. actual Dallas Cowboy fans are they're pretty, they're a good fan base. I like them. I concur. I do concur. Uh, I think I know the answer to this, but favorite sport? Uh, basketball. You are basketball, yeah. yeah. That's I, what I figured. It, it goes back and forth between football and basketball, but I love playing basketball. I love watching basketball, and that's... It's a little harder to play football these days, so I have to go with basketball. Favorite food? Ooh. <laughs> oh, man, that might take a while. Yeah. <laughs> Does there got to be just one? No, of course not. <laughs> Favorite food? Oh, man, it's got to be fish burritos. Whoa. I didn't see that one coming. I got to be honest. I did not see that, but that it is almost lunchtime. Uh, well, that's cool. Uh, one question I wanted to ask you is... I'm going to call you a civilian as far as this next question goes. I've been refereeing, umpiring, officiating a long time since I was, well, I started when I was a teenager, but I started doing it at a higher level after college. So I was 24, 23, 24. Going forward from there, I've been in the minor leagues, college baseball, refereed high school football, college football, high school basketball. I've been involved in, in different levels of the sports. What can you tell me, as a non-referee, what it has been like to have a brother who is involved in officiating, uh, always seems to kind of defend officials, or have you found yourself doing some of that? What are your kind of thoughts on officiating and some of the questions you ask me and, and, and just things of that nature? Well, it's very beneficial, actually, because, you know... Uh, when I watch sports now, it's even if it's my team, I watch it with a kind of a trained eye. Yep. Like it's even if it's against my team, flag goes up in football, for instance, based on the time the flag was thrown, based on where it was thrown. Like I can tell, I can tell you exactly what the penalty is. 
and I could probably see see it before most people. It's it uh, it's been it's been pretty it's been pretty interesting to watch the game from a different standpoint. But now I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of snobby when people don't don't see the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, come on, it's easy. Sure, absolutely, and and. You've been to a few of my games. You've seen me yelled at. You've seen that that uh, I'm just we're people that try to do a job, and we want to do the job, get not noticed, and and move about our lives. And so I, I have seen it. It is nice watching a game with you because you're not a guy who's gonna scream at the TV at it, at the officials. I we both of us scream at the TV for different reasons, but it's generally not at the officiating. Uh, of, of our team, uh, you know, our team's playing and such. And so that's something I truly respect about you and, and uh, share with you. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's <laughs> when you're a Rams fan, you're going to scream a lot at the team. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I can honestly say that's uh, that is a fact. Um, speaking of the Rams, uh, I know you're, you're a big Laker fan. Um, you've always been a L.A. guy. I, I like sports like like me. You follow the Kings, you follow the Dodgers, but you've always been a big Laker guy. And then the Rams, of course, have always kind of been a, a staple in our family. So tell me about a little bit about your, your life as a sports fan. Well, if sports are on, it's on the TV. That's just life. Um, it's been a kind of been kind of a rough few, few weeks. How many weeks has it been since they canceled everything? Too long. <laughs> Way too long. I, I, I'm not a big fan of the, the man Joe Buck, but he's been doing a lot of funny little announcing on like marble racing and dog stick, dog stick tug of war stuff. <laughs> that's what life has resorted to. And yeah, but all in all, the, all in all, all the LA teams this coming, this coming year, it's going to be an interesting year for all of LA. For sure. I hope, uh, you know, the basketball season can finish, the hockey season can finish. Our Kings are, are, are pretty bad in hockey, but the Lakers probably have a good shot to win the championship. So do the Clippers. I know most of L.A. doesn't want to hear that, but they do. And then the Dodgers are always a wild card as far as what they can do in the in the season. They've broken so many hearts in this city so many times, especially recently. Uh, but the But the... Yeah, it's crazy. Like you said, sport. The Olympics were canceled. The Olympics. You know, it's the, first, the only times the Olympics have been canceled is World War One, and then twice during World War Two, when the world was at war twice, uh, three three times in, in two different uh, time periods, and it's just so hard to even fathom that. I mean, we thought we'd have at least some fights to watch. Okay, maybe they'll do boxing or MMA without fans. But even that's gone. And so for, for avid sports fans, it's just really tough. It's, I spoke in the last podcast. Every night you go home and you flip on ESPN and, oh, there's a college basketball game on. Or there's a, you know, a, 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 who knows? There's a sports show on talking about what just happened. There's still shows on, but their content in is how much can you talk about the NFL in March? You know, there's... So not having sports every day is, is really tough. And, uh, so because of that, what have you kind of been watching recently? Ooh, um, so I'm going to get started on that Ozark since that last season came out. Great show. I'm, I'm really only six episodes in. I've never, never really gone further than that. But I like to watch reruns of things. I'm 
Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't get cool points here, but I'm the big vampire guy. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Nothing like Twilight. Not that shite. <laughs> cool points. Oh yes, this is a. Uh, <laughs> that is an area Sam and I have not uh, had similar interests in. Is uh, is those types of things? But um, hey, to each his own. That uh, good for you. Uh, I I do that too. I, there's a show, a long list of shows I want to watch, but I always kind of tend to go back and rewatch stuff. Why do we do that? Do you, do you have any idea why we as people do that? Watch something we we've seen a million times or, or at least five times, than to watch something new. Well, I think into with you know today's today's society, you're kind of trying to do four or five things at once. So. When you rewatch something, it's because you want to watch it again, and you want to catch something you missed, but you also want to be able to look at your phone or leave the room to go get a cup of coffee and not have to pause anything, because we're all, we're all still like a now, now, now generation. Yeah. Yeah, background. I think, uh, I know I do that a lot. I'll put a show I've seen on before, in, on as I'm doing something. In the background is the, is the phrase you hear from, from some of the people close to me, uh, close to you. But speaking of that, it, because it, it is something I know drives you crazy, and it could be uh, <laughs> if we all sit down to watch something. I'm not talking about a sporting event, but if we're watching a movie or a show together that none of us have seen, what what is something that just drives you crazy? I, I know the answer, but I want to hear it from your from your mouth. Mm. If someone gets up and leaves during it and then asks what happened when they got back. <laughs> yeah. Or if someone's on their phone during the movie. Sure. Or talking. Just don't talk for an hour and a half. It's not, Just, it's not different. Yeah. Well, what, what's amazing is these shows aren't live. Movies aren't live. We can push the pause button and have a conversation. Go get a soda. Whatever. But it, it shows to me sometimes when people do that that they're not very interested. And it's like, well, why are we watching this together then? Type of thing, so I'm guilty too. And, and again, looking at your phone is one thing, but to be constantly on it, it's like, dude, what are, you, are we watching this or not? Type of thing. So you answer a text message, cool. But I mean, if you're scrolling through Facebook or uh, going through Amazon, I don't know. It's like, yeah, you can multitask, but I think we're so attached to our phones these days. On on a whole nother subject. I mean, you you don't you have two work phones? No, I got. I had a personal and I had a work, and now I said, I said screw it, and I just have a work phone. No, oh, okay. I have no interest in being on a phone. Yeah, you know, I. <laughs> social media has really changed a lot, but but just in general, you see people walking on the street looking at their phone, and it's like you're gonna get hit by a car. <laughs> why? Well, one can only hope. Yeah, <laughs> clear some space. Why? Why is people just? glued to our phones and I do the same thing sometimes and I have to look look take a step back or look in the mirror and be like why are you on your phone right now or why are you it's just like an automatic default for us you're in a room and all of a sudden you reach and grab your phone and yeah. start scrolling if, and again if there's if there's specific business ahead fine but I but I found I'm at least it's a personal goal for me I'm trying to be less and less on it because it can be a, a crutch or an anchor, whatever. Either way, you want to put that. Uh, so, you know, life is look up. Life is up and and ahead of you, not down and in your phone. Oh, absolutely. And then with that, I think we'll uh, we'll kind of end on that note. That's a great message 
to look up and see what is ahead of us. We don't know what's ahead of us here uh, in California, in the country, in the world. It is what it is for now. Hopefully things get better. We are almost into a new month in April. Can't believe that. We should be looking forward to the national championship game, uh, the final four, and, but none of that has happened. And uh, one, one quick story about with Sam is the final four March. We just talked about it the other day when Villanova hit that, that three-pointer at the buzzer. Oh, in yeah, Danny Case. 2016, we're at a place called Danny Case in Anaheim, and they hit that buzzer beater, and that was just definitely top five sports moments for me. That wasn't even my team, but Sam and I were there watching it, and just that immediate feeling was was really special. Uh, and, and once again, to, uh, to actually go with our whole theme here, we were there to watch the game with a bunch of people, and we were probably the only two people that noticed there was a buzzer beater <laughs> in, our, in our group. Other people. Did. Of, of a national championship basketball game. Yeah. Hard, hard to say. Man, I, I can't wait for sports. And you know what? If, if, if it's just you and me watching, I, I'd, be, I'd be fine with that. Uh, there's many friends I want to be around, but, but you and I, you're someone who truly gets it, at least from my standpoint. So thanks for being here. Uh, guys, everyone, everyone else, to all the listeners out there, we're going to do our best to get this out daily gonna constantly like I said I think repetition like we talked about the golf swing repetition is what uh, is what makes for improvement so bear with us bear with me uh, look forward to bringing this to you and posting it uh, every day around noon or so and I'm already behind on that it's 1:20 in the afternoon but we will get to that when we can hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day we will talk to you tomorrow. Sam, thanks again for being here. Really appreciate it as the first guest. Of course. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And no matter where you're at and what you're doing, please remember to get home safe.